For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday and a big smiley face. Isaac Bruce is joining us right now. Isaac, I know why you're smiling, man, because our L.A. Rams balled out on Monday Night Football, man, and knocked old dude off 27-24. Hey, we finally look like a Super Bowl contender again, bro. Hey, Doc, uh, the true essence, the true meaning of Victory Monday can only be on Monday. And uh, we once again showed the NFC West, uh, the NFC Conference, uh, what we are made of, man, and when we're, when, what we're capable of. Um, you talk about uh, precision. You talk about execution. You talk about full team play, man. It was evident last night. and Man, I was really excited. Uh, tweeting during the game. No, normally don't do that, but I just had to do it, man. I just saw some so many uh, bright spots that uh, were on the field last night, man. The, the fellas just played well, man. I'm really excited. The coaches coach tremendously well, man. And, and we're going to get into that today, man, because, um, you know, uh, we got to sling some credit, give guys some credit, and uh, give some other guys some credit for showing up, man. They did a tremendous job playing last night and winning that game. We had a whole heap of uh, bright spots from our L.A. Rams, man. Coming into the ball game, of course, everybody just wanted to talk about Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, man, what they were going to do, man. We never get too much love, man. It was just pretty much like we were the second act, bro, like we were the opening act, like we weren't playing good football this season, like we wasn't a team to be reckoned with. And Jerry Goff really didn't get too much talk, didn't really get too much pub going into the ball game, but he balled out, man. Jerry Goff thoroughly thoroughly outplayed old dude, which is what I thought, man. Thoroughly outplayed old dude, man. Jerry Goff just he put on a show, man. You know, he had a couple of picks. I don't like to see that, but he didn't get touched, which is huge. Zero sacks, man, knowing that we had to uh, shuffle around the offensive line, man, with no Whitworth in there. But Jerry Goff, man, 39-51, 376 yards, three touchdowns, and those three touchdowns always uh, coming at crucial points in the ball game. Balling out when we needed him, man. And Tom Brady, we just had old dude looking like old dude, man. 26 of 48, 216 yards, two touchdowns. Picked him off twice. One sack on him. But Jerry Goff, the youngster, outplaying Tom Brady, the old dude who, you know, is the first ballot Hall of Famer. But last night, Jerry Goff looked like the Hall of Famer, bro. Hey, Doug, I think what happened is is that we executed uh, the game plan that we talked about last week on the show. We talked about being able to move Tom Brady off his spot, make him force some passes or throw a little sooner than he than he wants to. And it was very evident, man. I mean, there was there were two passes 
you know, that he threw that, you know, I really didn't know or understand where he was going with the ball. Safety sitting in the middle of the field. And and, and at that very moment, Doc, all I could think about is, it's just like a punt. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a little inside joke for us way back in college. But yeah. I didn't understand it. I thought the pressure <laughs> of the game was getting toward, getting to Tom Brady. Um, you know, uh, we were bringing some heat off the edges and uh, some, some cornerback blitzes, which I think kind of really I, – I, I don't want to use the word frightened with Tom Brady, but really got his attention and made him get rid of the bar a little sooner than he wanted to. So it was a great game plan. Great defensive game plan, and our defense just does not get enough credit for how they are playing this year, man. We get a lot of credit. A lot of stuff goes to the offense. We have an offensive-minded head coach, uh, and it, it, it should be that way. But this defense is not getting enough credit on how they are playing with that front seven and then in the back end, man. We're making plays happen, man. I got to agree with you, man. Uh, um Total yards, we ended up with 413, man, and we held Tampa Bay to just 251 total yards. And you're right, man. I know you and I, we pumped up the defense and giving them all the credit they deserve. But nationally, when you hear people talking, they really don't talk about the L.A. Rams defense too much, not as much as they should. And even though we only got one sack on Tom Brady last night, it's what you said, Isaac. It's the pressure they put on old dude, man. Old dude really can't move around. He can't get away. And they did that. And I, I, I know for a fact he had – even though his feet aren't happy, he had happy feet, man. He was kind of scared back then. Aaron Donald, zero. He had another zero stat line. You know, zero sacks. Uh, I don't think he had you – know, well, he had some quarterback pressures, so they need to count that. But just the fact that he was double team and triple team most of the night, man, still having an effect on the ball game. And it's not only – and what Jalen Ramsey did. We talked about Jalen Ramsey, man. We, 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 at, we wondered if he was going – Follow Mike Evans, and he did follow Mike Evans. Now, one of the times he didn't follow Mike Evans, uh, big dude just absolutely punked Troy Hill, man, for a touchdown. But Jalen Ramsey balled out. That defense balled out, as you said, man. And Samson got his first sa- – look, Ike, Samson got his first sack of the season, man. But before then, I have been talking about him because on a couple of run plays, I was like, he just – you just sitting there hugging the offensive lineman, man. You just clinched up with him. You're not even trying to get off of him, but – he got us a sack, man, and talking about that defense again, man, and Jordan Fuller, the rookie, picking the goat off twice. I mean, hey, that's a, this is a Super Bowl team again, man, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> hey, just an absolute great performance overall by our rookie, our rookies. Our class of 2020 rookies really stepped up tremendously, man. From Vance Jefferson getting his very first touchdown uh, reception on Monday Night Football, Fuller intercepting the ball twice. Uh, Cam Akers getting in the end zone for the very first time, man. You know, Les, Les Needs is somewhere patting himself on the back this morning. But these guys showed up. They played well. And and you know what? It's, it's hard to really, uh, at times, transition from a college game to the professionals, professional games because it's just different. Guys have to know, like Fuller, he has to know where guys need to be lined up. He has to know the play calls, the adjustments to, to you know, three-by-ones that offense may show him. And he did it tremendously, man, and, and and was in the right place at the right time getting picks. And, Doc, we really should have had three interceptions on the night, man. Oh, uh, Johnson, man. He, he ended up dropping one. But the defense overall played well, and I can't say enough about Jalen Ramsey, man. You have to be a guy who, who is willing to take on the challenge and be a shutdown corner. You just can't call yourself a shutdown corner. But times like we saw last night, that deems you, that gives you the stamp of being a shutdown corner. Mike Evans, only two catches the entire night against 
Uh, Jalen Ramsey did a great job. Uh, and 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 th- that entire offense, man, it, it was loaded with guys, just like we said. So if you're going to pick someone for Jalen Ramsey to follow, it's going to have to be Mike Evans. Mike Evans is, is is a guy in this league, man. He's been playing well since he came out of Texas A&M. Uh, he's, he's a strong, physical guy. Jalen Ramsey took on the challenge. And he won. He came out victorious with it. Now, you're talking about that pick, man, that John Johnson the third missed, man. Second quarter, minute and 51 left in the quarter, man. Just right in his hand. Now, I wrote that down, man, but it ended up not hurting us because we ended up getting the ball back and doing something with it. But John Johnson the third, man, I have a feeling that John Johnson the first and John Johnson the second going to be like, man, I'm going to have to change that three off of your name because you missed that pick. But anyway, going back to Jay Ram, man. Now, Mike Evans, as you said, he only caught on Jalen Ramsey twice. He ended up with five catches, 49 yards, got that one TD, man. He ran over uh, Troy Hill and Darius Williams. But he's a big old dude. I mean, I, I kind of understand that he's a big old dude. Uh, Tom Brady targeted him nine times, but he kind of knew. He kind of figured it was going to be tough. But Jalen got called for a couple of pass interferences. It happens. He got caught on a couple of times. It happens. But for the most part, yeah, bro, he showed why he's – Worth twenty million plus a year, man. Because Mike Evans, dude, is a baller, and Jalen had him frustrated. I think at times Mike Evans had Jalen frustrated, but at the same time, Jalen is just a perfectionist. He don't want to get caught on at all. And the way he shut Mike Evans down, man, that was the key to the ball game. So Darius Williams did his part on the other side, having to deal with Antonio Brown. AB had eight catches for fifty-seven yards, but. The way that they balled out, man, and this is what I like about Isaac. We won differently last night. This is how you know you have a Super Bowl winning team because we only ran the ball 20 times. 37 yards, bro. Little under two yards to carry. Turned the ball over twice, yet we won the ball game, man. We won it differently. We won it ugly. That's why I say I'm excited, man, that this team, we can talk about them again as possible Super Bowl winners, bro. All over the NFL, Doc. I mean, it, it, every game is it's always about matchups. It's about styles. And, you know, you hear the great uh, boxing analysts. They talk about boxing styles and styles make fights. So we just look at the matchups in this game, man. You look at you, – you mentioned Jalen versus Evans. Uh, you mentioned uh, Antonio Brown. But I think one of the most glaring matchups that we saw last night was Sean McVay versus Todd Bowles. Uh, it, it, was, it was one of those heavy-hitting matchups, man. He has a very physical defense who likes to get after the quarterback. And they are known to stop the running game. Hey, we talk about running the ball, how we have to run the football. But in the flow of a game, you have to get sometimes and take what the defense gives you. You can still try and execute your game plan from a running standpoint, but when it's not there, you have to be able to counterpunch. Sean McVay does a great job going inside the locker room, coming back out, adjusting, and being able to produce production from a yard standpoint, from a, a, a point standpoint. He did a great job calling the game last night, man. Great production from our wide receivers last night, man. 10 and 10. Uh, and uh, th- those guys played great, man. Just great run out to the catch, Doc. I was on the edge of my seat all night last night. Yeah, man, of course I'm going to give him some props, man, because I'm talking to a pro football Hall of Fame receiver, a Los Angeles Rams legend, so we have to talk about what Cooper Cup and Robert Woods did last night, man. Those two does just went crazy, man. You look at the catches, Cooper had 11, 445 yards. Woods had 12, 430 yards, and a touchy. 
first pair of round receivers with 10-plus catches in a single game in the history of the Los Angeles Rams slash St. Louis Rams slash Rams Rams. So first of all, man, that's a huge accomplishment as well. When you think about the receiving receivers and the receiving core that the Rams have had in this illustrious history for two receivers to have 10 plus, man. I mean, I know you want to salute them a little bit more on that, bro. Absolutely, Doc. But we, we talk about just their, their yardage production, 275 yards between two players uh, and, and, and a touchdown. Um, it, it, the biggest thing is, Doc, we, you know, we playmakers, we like having the ball in our hands early. And like I used to say often, so, I mean, we talk about these guys being able to top, take the top off of the defense. But when you're faced with zone coverages, when you're faced on uh, uh, third mediums where you know a team's going to come after your quarterback and they're going to be playing man-to-man on the back end, it's your job to get open. It's Cooper jo- Coop's job to get open. It's Robert Woods' job to get open and separate. And when those guys get the ball in their hand, they're pretty dynamic, man. I, I, you know, to be honest, I don't think there's another guy in the league that has similar run after the catch as Cooper Cup right now because he plays with a sense of urgency when he gets the football in his hand. And he's trying – he's not running out of bounds. He's trying to get in the end zone, Doc. And I love that from him because, you know, once he gets it in his hand, Robert is the exact same way. They're blocking for each other. They're, they're supporting each other. When, when Van Je- Jefferson caught his very first touchdown pass, who did he run to? He ran right over to Robert Woods, and they saluted each other. So you can tell that's a tight-knit room. And I love seeing that, man. And look at Cooper Cup. What I, I I watch Cooper Cup after he catches the ball, man, the way he runs the rock after he gets the ball, man. Dude, dude just reminds me of a slinky, man. Remember them old slinky toys, man? Just go go down. I mean, it goes to the left, to the right. It can go forward. I mean, he's just slippery. You just never know. And what it is about him, he's he's quick with his cuts. He's quick with his moves. It's almost like he's at a complete stop. And before you know it, he's moved left. He's moved right or he's moved forward, or he's just totally stopped on you, man, and you can't really know what he's doing. That's the key to him, and Robert Woods is just, you know, he's just a dude, man, that he plays like a running back. He catches the ball like a receiver, but he runs like a running back, and just to have that, that two di- those two dynamics right there, man, and the way they just balled out, and you're right, just the yards after the catch. I'm just extremely impressed with how we played how they played, and we needed them to do that because, you know, that rushing attack uh, wasn't very good. But those receivers balled out, bro. Hey, but, Doc, here's the thing. If you're a young receiver and, uh, you know, you may be in college, uh, you may be in high school right now, you can learn a lot from Cooper Cup. You can learn a lot from Robert Woods as far as route running. These guys are very precise. They're decisive. Uh, they, they, They use what I call the games within a game as far as their head head swivel, the head motion, the little herky-jerky moves at times, but not too much. And they, they win. They're, they're, they're very good at separation, which is, which is huge in a Sean McVay offense. He loves separation. These two guys can get separation and, and get loose from a defense, and when they get the ball in their hands, they are a problem. Now I, I I do have to say, man, I'm a little you know a little disappointed in Cooper Cup, man, because the way dude started, man, he started off like he was going to have a 20 catch ball game, man, for 240 some yards because that first quarter, man, Jared Goff just went to work. 13 plays, 78 yards on that first touchdown uh, drive that they had, man, seven or eight, 72 yards. Cooper Cup had five catches, 62 yards, but he ended up throwing the touchy to Robert Woods, man. That's the way we wanted to come out and ball out, and we did that. End of the first quarter, we were up seven to nothing. Now, second quarter, the Bucks 
finished a 10-play, 75-yard drive to kind of tie it up. But still, man, just the way we came out. And I see now. I see the difference. Monday night football, we got time to rest. The game is not until late at night. Traveling cross country. It is a different flow, man, than when we traveling cross country and playing at 10, 10 a.m. Uh, California time. So the way we came out, ready to ball, ready, focused, and we talked about consistency. We showed that last night, man. And I, damn, bro, I just hope we can get this every week, man, because I like this, man. Hey, you got to love it. And, 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 you know, like I keep screaming, it's a week to week basis, man. So, you know, you focus on the Tampa Bay Bucks this week. Uh, you go back, you celebrate, you know, you have your victory Monday and your victory Tuesday. Then you start getting prepared for the next team, man. I tell you what, it, 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 it was it was special to see uh, Jared Goff coming out, playing his style of game. I think he got the ball out a little bit more faster than he had been. And I just keep going back to the game plan, man. You, you're talking about the, uh, the number one team, the one, number one defense versus the run. So it's not going to be a lot of success there. Well, Sean McVay started to mix it up with that race car offense with no huddle. That puts a defense in base defense. Now, they really can't move once you start doing your race car. They have to go base defense. You can really dictate and manipulate how you want that defense to play, and it helps with the play calling, man. These guys are getting back to the line of scrimmage. We can take our shots down the field. We can, we can sneak in a run to keep the defense honest. He did a great job with the race race car offense last night. Man, I'm so glad you brought that up, and you're exactly right, bro. That that race car offense, man, that that tempo. Every time we went tempo, bro, we had them. We had them off balance. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, we had them rolling, man. Every time we went that race car offense, as you called it, went tempo on them, we, uh, we was killing them, especially on that second touchdown drive we had, man. Golf, when he hit seven yards for Van Jefferson for his first touchdown that was an eight-play, 75-yard drive, bro. We took took us four minutes, and we went tempo. Bucks didn't know what to do. Golf went six or seven on that drive, and Sean McVay did a great job of his play calling, man, putting Jared in those positions to make those plays, hitting those open receivers, and his receivers just helped him out tremendously. That tied ball game up 14-14 when we did that. But, hey, man, if, if we can go tempo – I don't know why we don't go tempo all the time because – it seems like teams have a hard time handling us when we do that, dog. It's the it's the ebbs and flow of the game, doc. I mean, you know, I, he calls the game from the standpoint of uh, of what I love. He has an attacking approach as far as offense is concerned. We start off, uh, we we like to get get that first drive going, and hopefully, it ends up in the end zone with with seven points. And then, you know, we we we, we kind of kick back and just, you know, once we get that lead. Uh, you know, at, at times, you know, there there's different times of, of the game where you may have to go four-minute offense uh, in a third quarter. Uh, and then you start, you know, you have to amp it back up. So just to get the defense to really be in spots where you want them to be. And like I say, it's all about being able to manipulate a defense. And I think he did a great job last night, man. They, they, uh, Todd Bowles couldn't bring any pressure. Once we start going race car, guys have to sit back. You know, you call your base defense. And you just got to go from there. Hopefully their guys can make plays. And fortunately, we made more plays than they did. And speaking of a play we made, man, Robert Woods made it late in the second quarter, bro. We driving, man. Hoping, would love to get a touchdown, but just trying to really get in a field goal position. We did that, man. He takes a tunnel screen, bro, and just gets gone. 
I mean, he just good gone, man. Runs the ball all the way down to the 20-yard line, bro. And it looked like the clock was about to run out. But the Rams did such a good job of getting to the huddle, man, and, and clocking the ball with just one second left. That play right there was key, bro, because we ended up getting a field goal. Matt Gay, appreciate you, man. You hit a damn field goal. Thank you, man. We got a kicker. Hopefully, we can count on. You hit a 38-yard field goal to give us a 17-14 lead at halftime. We were up three points. Those three points coming off that very heady play by Robert Woods and that L.A. Rams offense to get up there, get the field goal, hit the field goal, and, bro, we ended up winning by three points. So that seems like that probably looks like it was the most crucial play of the ball game because those three points ended up being the margin of victory for us. Indeed, it was a crucial play, Doc. I mean, you, but you, you, you talk about those moments, those two-minute drills that you have every Thursday or every Friday this is what teams practice. Offenses, they practice this. They have their jargon that everybody knows or hand signals that everybody knows, and you just start to execute. You make sure you put yourself in this position and practice so that when it comes up in a game, you, everybody can feel comfortable and you know what to do. I mean, uh, it was a great play because Robert knew he probably wouldn't get in, in the end zone on that play, but he had to save some time in, in, in order to spike the ball. Team got on the ball as fast as they could offensively, spike the ball, give, the, give our offense an opportunity to put more points on the board via field goal, man. That's exactly what happened. So practice always makes perfect in that situation. Indeed, man, in that first half. Cooper Cup, nine catches, 109 yards. Cooper, what you doing in the second half, man? No, I'm just joking, man. It's just like Jerry Goff was looking for you then second half. It was Robert Woods. Now it's your time to shine in. We had that 17-14 lead, bro, despite the fact that we only had six carries for five yards in that first half. And uh, it was ugly, but we was winning an ugly ball game as far as physicality is concerned because they just they weren't giving much in the rushing attack, and we damn sure weren't giving much in the rushing attack in the Rams. Going into last night, man, Sean McVay, 31 and 0, as Rams head coach went up at halftime, bro. And, and, and get, look what happened again, man. They won again. Now he's 32 and 0 when he's up at halftime because we came out in the second, second half and just pretty much took care of business as well, man. I'm just, you know, so say you about this squad, bro. I mean, if, if we play like this, because those are two quality wins, Isaac Seattle, Tampa Bay, those two are the top teams in the NFL. And we've taken care of them in consecutive weeks. Well, it's about playing week to week. You don't get too high. You don't get too low. I mean, you got to realize that, number one, you're on scholarship. And the people that you play against uh, week in, week out, they're on scholarship as well. We take each game as they come. Uh, we celebrate this victory, man. Hopefully, we, you know, we spent those six hours going back to Los Angeles celebrating the best way we could. But uh, it's, it's time to get back into the lab and start to prepare for this 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 next game that we have another division opponent, so we got to make sure that. But but all in all, Doc, this is this is a great football team. You got to realize what's happening, man. You're going on the road in the NFL on Monday Night Football prime time versus one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. And and mind you, he had an opportunity. He had 47 comeback victories on his resume. 47. Now he had an opportunity. You're thinking I'm sitting there thinking, man, two two minutes left, two minutes thirty seconds left. We got some, we got our work cut out for us, especially against this guy. But to go in on the road, pull out a victory uh, of this magnitude, it's a, it solidifies that if we meet this team again in the playoffs, it'll be played in Los Angeles. So round of round of applause to that that defense. Uh, you know Johnny Hecker and them boys on special teams and offense, man, the coaching staff. Once again, guys were ready to play. They had a game plan executed, and it went well. 
And speaking of Tom Brady and those comeback victories, man, that he's had, I think you said 47, but it's like when they got the ball back, I was like, oh, sh- they got it back, man. Less, you know, they, they driving, man, less than two minutes to play. And you're like, man, it's Brady. We only got a three-point lead, man. This dude can easily go down here and score a touchdown. He can easily put them in field goal range where they can tie it up. But all he did was get picked off for the second time on the night from the rookie, Jordan Fuller. Fully comes up with the huge uh, INT, man. He just really read Brady. He just made a great play. He was in position doing what he do. And it, it's funny, man, because Fuller picked Brady off twice. He sealed a game for the Rams. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Fuller's six-round pick, right? 199. Six-round pick. pick. Tom Brady was six-round pick. 199. So, hey, man, just a, just ain't no such thing as no coincidence, but just the irony. You know, one of the greatest. That's great company, man. Man, great company, man. It's great company, but just the irony yeah. of this dude getting picked off by a dude who's way younger than him who got picked in the very same <laughs> position for us to knock a, knock them off, man. Hey, I, I, I just love that he was able to do that, bro. I tell you what, it'll be something that he remembers his entire life. I mean, I mean, just going back to my playing days, my my rookie year, my second year, uh, Keith Lau, uh, he came in, my class member, uh, safety out of Virginia, and he intercepted Joe Montana our rookie year, and we I never heard the last of it. He ended up getting Brett Favre, so he had thirty five career interceptions, and those two that really stick out because I never heard the last of it. You know, when you intercept icons like that, Doc. Uh, you number one, you keep the ball. I mean, I mean, you get that's something that you can tell your grand your grandchildren, uh, you know, way, way, way in the future. But you know, those are iconic moments from iconic players. So you keep stuff like that. So Fuller, I- I'm sure he's going to keep at least one of those balls. And uh, it's, it's just a great feat for him for him last night. Man. And also that bro, it if whatever confidence he had in. The level of confidence he had going into the game, trust me, his confidence uh, level is even higher now. Because as you say, man, not only to pick off Tom Brady once, but to pick him off twice. And those picks do ring a little different than when you're picking off somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick or something. I know that's a guy. He's just named – he's just popped up in my head. But it, it does wonders, man, when a young player like that and you're able to pick off Tom Brady. I mean, this will probably prepare him to play even better going forward for the rest of this season and with this defense. And real quickly, I just want to touch on it again, man. We win this ball game with Aaron Donald, pretty much zero stat line. But he still raised hell, man. I mean, he still raised hell. And Samson, I got to, you know, I got to give you props. I talked about you earlier this season. A couple of plays last night, man, you still got blown up. And I was like, man, what the hell are you doing? But you did get in there and get your first sack. So, I'm happy for you because what that does is that gives us somebody else on that defense that's in the score box with the sack. It's like, dang, Leonard Floyd, Aeson Robinson did some things, man. Michael Kaiser came up with a huge hit one time, man. Like, oh, my gosh. And the way they shut that Bucks uh, rushing attack down, even though uh, the Bucks don't have a good rushing attack, but uh, Ronald Jones, though, he's been told the Rocky came in as a number three uh, rusher in the NFL. Uh, that defense just being physical, man, and, as I said, just to win a ball game like this, not an ugly ball game, but a real, real physical big boy ball game says a lot about the kind of squad that we have. Uh, we played in a playoff atmosphere last night, man. Only thing missing was the fans. Uh, who knows if it's any different, but at the same time, you're talking about professionals who have to go out and compete we have to go out and perform and execute game plans. So uh, just being in the situation and the atmosphere that we were in last night and being able to come out with a win, man, it sets us up, man. Yeah, I mean, we're set up for 
you know, uh, to reach our goals, which is always number one, win the division, the NFC West. And uh, we're right there in the thick of things, man. So uh, we got another opponent, another division opponent next week. And uh, we got to go out, celebrate, come on back into the lab, and let's get ready to play. And that division opponent, San Francisco 49ers. Of course, we're going to talk about them in the preview later this week. But we got to get them, man. You know, hell, they, they beat us the last time, but this time we got them at home. Got to see them again. Got to knock them off because, as you said, it's the NFC West game. And right now, we're at the top of the NFC West. Our Rams sitting there 7-3, and three, Seattle is 7-3 and three in second place, Cardinals 6-4, and four, and the Niners 4-6. and six. So right now, we're sitting in, you know, I hate to cliche the Catbird seat, but we're sitting in the big dog seat on the porch, man. Now, Cat's got to come see us. and Our cat is coming to see us next week. We just got to put together another great game. And I want to salute the rookies again, bro. We, we talked about it real quickly. Van Jefferson, first NFL t- TD. Cam Akers, first NFL TD. Jordan Fuller comes out with two picks. I think that was his first interception this season, too, as well. So all these rookies doing the first. And you gave prop to the GM. He had to been sitting back smiling, man, because a game like this, Monday Night Football, three rookie draft picks playing like they played. Seems like a nice little front office that's working, bro. I tell you what, it, it, they're not—they're not special teamers. They're actually on the defense. Uh, you know, Fuller—he's a starter on the back end. You know, he seems to have beaten out Rap. Uh, that's just the way it is right now. But you know, these other guys, Cam Akers—he's in the mix. Uh, Van Jefferson—they're they're in the mix. He's the third, third or fourth guy for fourth receiver right now. But you talk about uh, you know a success in going out and scouting these guys. Big shout out to Ray Agnew, one of the head scouts for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, you know, it's special, man. It's special to see your guys playing this late. And you talk about that 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 rookie wall. You talk about that those college players coming in and hitting that wall. Well, this isn't the time to hit the wall. It's time to start cranking it up. And these guys are really starting to crank it up right now. And, uh, you know, we're going to need them. We're going to need everybody on this team, all rookies included. After eight games, you normally say they're not, they aren't rookies anymore. After two picks, when you, when you pick off Tom Brady, the, one of the GOATs, uh, you know, with two huge picks on Monday Night Football, you're not considered a rookie anymore. So uh, hopefully that inspires everybody, man, and everybody gets gets pumped up and get ready to play this next one. He's not considered a rookie anymore when he comes on the field, but when he's off the field and still got to grab some pads and some, some, some laundry and some buy some drinks or buy some food, he's still a rookie. Trust me, man. You know, that don't stop <laughs> until, them, until, them damn 16, until them damn 16 games are over with. But uh, before we get out of here, I, I, I want to just stress again, man, that to win this type of ball game, ease the kind of games that you have to win because even though we only, you know, had 37 yards rushing and to still win the ball game, against a defense like Tampa Bay. And people, Tampa Bay is a good defense because Devin White, Levante David, and Dominican Soup, man, them big boys straight balling, and they're physical, and they're fast. And we were physical. able to uh, – Physical. That's the thing about it, man, extremely physical. But our defense was physical as well. So to win this ball game the way we won that ball game, we pretty much won games in every possible way so far this season. Can only bowl well for us, man – for the season going forward. I just hope we can, you know, keep this up. And I think we can keep this up, especially next week, because we got to have that, man. We got to have it, bro. Yeah, you're sitting 73. Uh, you're sitting uh, first in the, in the division right now. I mean, this win ultimate, ultimately knocked Seattle into the wild card chase, uh, you know. So uh, you're sitting pretty good right now. We, You know, we have <laughs> – it's amazing how the NFL has started to set up 
uh, divisional games uh, toward the end of the season, the last four quarters of the season. So um, (laughs) you're in line and seated for some really good football uh, by some good teams. And, man, like like we've been saying all year, the NFC West, the, the most dominant, the best division in football right now. So uh, it's going to come down to the wire, and I think the Rams will be right there when it all ends. And I want to get that offensive line some more props as well, man, because losing your best offensive lineman and coming in. No boom. Yeah, no bloom, man. For real, just, hey, playing extremely well because to play against a defense like Tampa Bay and your quarterback don't get sacked at all, I mean, damn the rushing yards, man. Them dudes, them dudes just good, but, hey, no bloom and the rest of them dudes, man. Salute to y'all, big dog. Hey, JPP was probably licking his chops, man, when he saw Whitworth not playing. You know, you got JPP over there who's played a lot of football, yeah. has a lot of big sacks. Uh, you know, just the combination of that Todd Bowles scheme, Man, these guys were probably looking at chops. The offensive line did a, a great job protecting golf and, and, and moving the guys when they had to move them. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, the game plan changes in the midst of a game at times. And uh, to come out of there with a W, man, great job by the old line. And great job by you, man. Now, before we get out of here, anything you want to add, Isaac, man? We can we can we can we can be happy throughout the week until we record another one of these things on Friday to preview that 49ers game. It's a huge Thanksgiving week, man, and I'm thankful for uh, you know, friends, family. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for uh, life, health, strength. I'm also thankful for, you know, just the way the guys played last night. But, you know, just to see uh, Vance Jefferson uh, really start to come around. You know, for me personally, it took me eight weeks to really get acclimated to the, the professional rank. So start to see him come around. Cam Akers start to come around. Fuller come around, man. It's special, man. Special time to be a Los Angeles friend. And that touchdown reception with Van real quickly, though. The route, man, the route was nice, bro. It was like a, a veteran route. That, I mean, that was a nice route, bro. <laughs> I, I give him a B. I give him a B. I'm Why you give him a B? Why you give him a B? Well, what, what was wrong? Okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the little, you know, the tippy-tap tap in at the top. I got you know, you, yeah. I, I'm going to explode off the line of scrimmage and let's go get it. I'm that type of guy. So the, the end result, we all love that. But, 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 but me being, being a guy, a man of excellence – we're going to do it. We're just going to tweak just a little bit, get his footwork good, come off the line of scrimmage with some, with some, with some passion and some force and get the same result and walk in the end zone and not get tackled. But Isaac, uh, uh, to, to be fair, man, <laughs> there aren't too many receivers of football players that could run routes like you, man. I mean, you could go full speed and no one knew when you were getting ready to cut. Everybody can't do that, dog. Some people don't know they can do that. So they haven't, they haven't been taught that they can do it. So they're, they're, they're sitting in that, in that realm of, of ignorance, which isn't a bad thing. They just have to be educated. And once they're educated and say, oh, yeah, I, I can do that. So it takes practice. It takes repetition. And it takes uh, a willing, a coachable spirit and to be able to do that. And I think Van Jefferson has all those qualities. Man, God didn't sprinkle that with everybody, man. You came to Memphis with that, man. <laughs> but, he <laughs> but he will. But he, he, he can. will. I ain't saying he won't. Just ask him. I'm just saying, you came to Memphis with that, man. You can't tell when this dude going to cut. Like I said, man, good good route, Isaac. And you ain't saying that. I'm like, man, this dude would ignore me one more time. But anyway, that's going to do it, man, for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, the critical one of Van Jefferson and his touchdown reception, which is what you need, man. If you listen to man, listen to Isaac. Great advice, man. Until next week. Constructive. Constructive. Constructive criticism. criticism. Until next week, we out.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.